anyway, maybe more, who knows. We're going to follow and flow, right? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was I was sitting there this afternoon, I was looking at faithfulness, actually. And, you know, God said, a lot of people say I'm faithful, and they, they call me good, but they never recall my faithfulness or my goodness. They just say it. And, and without the recollection of it, without the, without the, you know, it's just, it's just words at that point. You, yeah, oh, God's so faithful. God's so faithful. And it's, it's a good thing to say, and it's a good confession to make, but, but it's not recalling how faithful He is. Every time, every time we, we want to speak God's Word and praise God with purpose. With purpose. When, when we call Him faithful, we want to, I want to have something in mind. You know, I was thinking about it today, and, and I had in mind an 18-year-old boy that said, Lord, I don't want to date anymore. I'm ready to get married. Show me my wife and I'll marry her. And six months later, she shows up. And six months later, we were married. Or less. Or less. That's the faithfulness of God. That's the faithfulness of God. Glory to God. And He's been faithful all my life that way. You know, I think of the times... How many people in here have worried? And then a year later, you think, oh, that was kind of a waste. <laughs> Why? Because you're still here and you got through it. Amen? Everything's fine. Every person in here is doing good. You're breathing. You know, so many times we say when we wake up in the morning, we should say, our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It is! It is! And we should be excited, but what should make us more excited is the faithfulness of that statement. Because our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, yes, we're going to heaven, but more so, we're a child of God now. We're blood-bought, redeemed, tongue-talking, Bible-carrying, love-filled people of God that are able to operate in this earth in a victory that others aren't. Glory to God. When you say, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that's way more than you're on your way to heaven. You're not only on your way to heaven, you're going first class. Glory to God. You've now got ability in you because of His faithfulness, because of His goodness, because of who He is, He made you part of Him. And He said, I'm going to give you my love. I'm going to give you my nature. I'm going to give you my peace. I'm going to make you a partaker of my very nature and make you a child of God. Every day when you wake up, the devil ought to be afraid. He is, oh no, they're up again. Why? Because you didn't wake up and say, oh, another day. We gotta go. We gotta go make the donuts. No, you woke up and you said, hey, I'm a child of God. I'm going to do child of God things. I'm going to act like my dad. I'm going to be like my dad. I'm going to watch my dad. I'm going to follow my dad. And I'm going to do what my dad does. I'm going to love people without cause. I'm going to be kind to people without reason. I'm going to, to love on a level and, and operate in a faith that others won't try to. Because I'm a child of God. Glory to God. When we wake up, our name's written every day. Every day. Glory to God. Every day we're a danger to somebody who hadn't been loved enough. We're a danger to the kingdom of the enemy because we're getting ready to pull someone out of there. And take back something he stole. Amen? Because 
Our God's faithful. And when you confess Jesus as Lord, that faithfulness, that faithfulness saved you, cleaned you up, purchased you back, filled you with Him. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That's the faithfulness of God. And you know, we can be distracted by the things of this life. You know, something didn't go the way we wanted. Somebody said something we didn't like. Asked me to do something I didn't want to do. You know, there's a thousand reasons to be mad. Thousand. And we got one that overrides them all. One reason. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. You don't have to be mad. You don't have to sulk. You know what sulking gets you? Red eyes, puffy cheeks. Right? It, it don't get God. Does, you cannot manipulate God with sulking. You can manipulate people, and then they'll do something for you that has no love in it. Right? Sometimes we're stupid that way. Somebody sulks, and we give them their way. The last thing we should do. What did Brother Moore say? Pet a powder. Last thing, don't pet a powder. Right? This is all free because, see, I'm not even looking at my nose, right? You're getting all this for nothing. God's good. Not only is He good, there's good things that have happened to us, and that's why we say He's good. Not, not just because He is, but because we've experienced it. And that experience should show in our life. That light should shine on a constant basis that we know something good is getting ready to happen whether it's happened yet or not. Merely because of who we are in Christ. Amen? And because of His faithfulness. Glory to God. I like a faithful God. Man, isn't it good? Let's look at Lamentations 3. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look a little further up in it, about verse 17. 317. We'll look at some of the mistakes we make sometimes. Because, you know, this wasn't just this person. This was a lot of people. It said, my soul, it said, thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. What's he doing? Sulking. He's sulking. You ever said something like that? People say, oh, I've never done that. If you felt like God didn't do what you asked, you were sulking. Right? Because God's never failed. Right? we got two choices when we think God's failed. Me or Him. Got to go back to me every time. Every time. Now, I may not understand why. May not know why. It's not my part. My part is to remain faithful to He who was faithful to me. Amen? Because the minute I start saying, my soul's far off from peace, I completely forgot prosperity. <laughs> That's a long ways off right there. What's, what's he doing? He forgot. He forgot prosperity. Forgetting and unthankfulness ride the same horse. If you, you start forgetting the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. You're on the horse with unthankfulness. Right? And, you, and you're headed towards danger because when you're unthankful, God can't do anything for you. He, he, but why? Because you forgot Him and you truly are far off. You truly are far off. Go to the next verse. 
And I said, and what do you, now you start talking. Or, you know what, when you don't, when you're sulking, you'd be better off not to talk. Right? You ever heard somebody that's feeling sorry for themselves talk good at all? Right? They sound good. I don't know. I've tried. I've done everything I know to do. I, I, I've been to church. I sat on the front row. I sing loud. I got 25 scriptures on my mirror every morning. I read them one by one. I quote them. I know it's not me. <laughs> and I said, my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. The Lord's not even looking at me. My strength, my, they're, they're out there. I can't, I don't, I can, I got no strength. I got no hope. I got nothing to look forward to. Whew. Start saying stuff like this. It's time to catch yourself. Why? Because you're still a child of God. You can't say this. You start saying stuff like this and you'll be treated just like the world's treated because he can't treat you the way he wants to anymore. You've gotten out, out from under the spout. And you're over here in a bad place, and you're, you're, you're so far off that now you don't have any hope. You know what the devil wants for everybody is to be hopeless. Look at the world today. They, 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 we got one news saying this, one news saying this, and neither one of them offer any hope. Right? They make you feel hopeless both ways. Fact is, they might as well just say at the end of their broadcast, it's hopeless. <laughs> and you know, with them, it is. It's hopeless. Right? The world's not going to make it. Because they have no hope. They're not going to make it unless they find the hope. Amen? But then, we can straighten up just like this guy did. Next verse. No, no, one more verse. He's got to cry another verse. I forgot about that. Not only did he forget, but now he's going to... Where did the verse go that I was just at? Remember, There we go. Remembering my affliction and my misery, the wormwood. You know, I don't know what wormwood is, but it don't even sound good. Hey, how about some wormwood today? You want some? How about a little gall? Huh? How about some more? How does the devil fool us with stuff like this? Right? You know what I'm going to give you today? Wormwood and gall. Woo! Does that make anybody excited in here? No, but he's talking, he's remembering his affliction and his misery. What are you doing? You're remembering the wrong thing. You start remembering those things, then you're getting way out there. Why? Because we're supposed to remember the faithfulness and the goodness and, and, and the kindness and the mercy. We're supposed to remember about God, not about... The minute we get off looking at our problems, right? You know, I was, I'm, I'm going to put a plug in. I was, I was watching videos, music videos, and Nathaniel Bassey. Who's coming here January 5th has one called I Remember. Awesome. Awesome, anointed, awesome. Glory to God. It's going to be a good night. Tell people about it. They don't want to miss just because it's Friday night and they got something else going on. They can replay in something else. Plus, it's right after holiday. Shouldn't have that much going on anyway. 
Amen? Amen. But it's all about remembering God's faithfulness. In fact, it's about refusing not to remember His faithfulness. And, and that's where we got to get to. Because when we start remembering our misery and our, and our wormwood, right? what are you thinking about today? Oh, wormwood. Little wormwood. I'm going to think about gall later. You're messed up. Yeah, right? Because that doesn't even sound fun or good. Amen? And, and this guy says, I'm in my misery. I'm, I'm remembering all these things. And the next verse. My soul hath, hath them still. This verse literally says, My soul has them in such remembrance that I'm about to faint. That's literally what that verse says. If, if you look at it in other translations, actually look at it in the... Um, yeah, maybe NIV. See if it, see if it does. I, I read too many versions of it today. Yeah, there it is. I well remember them. What's he well remember? Wormwood and gall. My miseries and my afflictions. Whew, wormwood and gall. Miseries, afflictions, and wormwood and gall. That should have been, that should have been the song, right? The hee-haw song. Mm-hmm. Not only does he remember them, he well remembers them. You know what he's doing? He's getting himself further and away, and now his soul is downcast. The good news is his heart knows better. No matter what your head is saying, no matter what your flesh is telling you, your heart has something better in it. And if you will, stop it right there, which is what he did. Next verse. Yet, go, go back to the King James. Glory to God. Is that actually bad though? It says this. I recall to my mind. What's he saying? He's saying, I'm, I'm remembering this in my heart, so now I'm telling my head. I, I'm recalling this from my heart to my head right now. From, from my heart to my soul. Right? Therefore, I have hope. What's he saying? I may not have hope in here. I may not have hope. It may not look like I got hope out here. But in here. In here, where God's faithfulness abides, where God's goodness lives, where the Word of God keeps me, I have hope. We are never hopeless. There is never a situation, just what Craig was talking about, God's Word will not, cannot, is not, cannot fail. Amen? If we will not fail it, it's always working. And in our heart, we know that. In our heart, that's why when people say, is God faithful? It doesn't matter what you're going through, you'll say yes. Anybody in here say God's not faithful? If there are, we'll get a, we'll get a salvation line right now. Right? Why? Because God's faithful. He is faithful, and you know it, even if it doesn't look like you're seeing that faithfulness right now, you know He's faithful. And once you start recalling this back to your mind, start saying, I don't care what you say, flesh. I don't care what's going on. I don't care how big the bill is. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care. My God is faithful. My God is healer. My God is provider. My God is deliverer. My God is a good God. And He won't fail me. Amen? And when we begin to remember that faithfulness, Lord, you are faithful. Lord, you are faithful. Faithful to me. And you start recalling it to mind. And you begin to have hope. 
When you, once you get hope, you're there. You're there because all he wanted you to, he was trying to keep you away from hope. He wanted to keep you in wormwood and gall. Right? If I could just keep them in wormwood and gall, then they wouldn't get hope. But it was too late. This I recall to my mind. This I speak to my soul, therefore I have hope. Sometimes we've got to talk to ourselves. When you don't feel good, it is not the time to shut up. And you don't need to tell other people, you need to tell you. Right? Like if you say, I'm in faith, I'm in faith, I'm in faith, I'm in faith, I'm in faith. No, that's, that's not faith. Right? That's you just talk. Don't talk like that. Recall. Recall yourself. Soul? God delivered me. Do what David did when, the, when, the, when he got up against the giant. Soul? The bear and the lion? They were nothing. This guy will be nothing. He wasn't just talking to Goliath. He was talking to David. Amen? And it doesn't matter what's coming against us. We have a faithful God. This year, He's been faithful to you. He's been, how many, how many has God been faithful to this year? Anybody, he healed anybody in here this year? Right? Right? Kept you? Kept you? You know, we don't even know how much He's kept us. Because the things we missed are the greatest things ever. Right? You were, you were glad you missed them. You know, there's a lot of things because of His mercy that you never had to see. That you never had to experience. Why? Because His mercy's new every morning. When you woke up that morning, there was new mercy right there. Glory to God. Glory to God. What a, what a way to live. What a way to live. Therefore, I recall to my mind, and therefore I have hope. I have hope. It is of the Lord's... What, what, what gave him hope? Here's what he recalled. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. This is, that's what gives you hope. Wait a second. It's the mercy of the Lord that I'm here right now breathing just like you. He got me through the last time with His mercy. He'll get me through this time with His mercy. And we're not talking about, i got to have mercy. We're talking about this is what we exist on. It's the air you breathe. Amen? And not only you are breathing it, everyone's breathing it. Everyone is operating within this mercy. If they are not, they would die. It is the mercy of God that we are all not consumed. We are merely the ones that are going to talk about it. The ones that don't, don't claim it, don't know it, that they're, they're getting it whether they know it or not. But if we'll proclaim it, not only will we get the benefit of that mercy, we'll get the benefit of mercies. Amen? Not only will we not be consumed, we will have the goodness of God. We will have the faith of the things that the faithfulness bought and paid for us to have. They're, they're not going to experience They'll never acknowledge or be thankful. You will never receive what you're not thankful for. And you'll never receive it. And they're not thankful. They don't even acknowledge God. Right? They're unthankful. And you'll never receive in that way. The only way you can receive is thankfully. What's he say? It's good if it's received with thanksgiving. Right. Why? Because there's only one way to receive, and it's thankfully. Everything else is taking. Anybody ever took here? Huh? <laughs> Something was free? Ooh, got to get that. Right? There's taking and there's receiving. When you're thankful, when, when, you, when you acknowledge what he did and who he is and why he did it, then you become thankful. And when you receive it, it becomes a gift. 
And that gift operating in your life begins to show His faithfulness and His goodness in your life, and it begins to shine a light on who He made you to be. Amen? What a good thing. What a good thing. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not, that we are not consumed because His love, His, His compassion fails not. They, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. What's He saying? Tomorrow morning, guess what? There's going to be gravity. There's going to be air. Right? Better yet, there's going to be light. There's going to be love. Tomorrow morning, there's going to be love. Love. And not only is it going to, you could, you could wake up in the morning and experience God's love for you and then allow that very love to flow through you. Or you could say, I got to make the donuts. Right? It's true. Tomorrow morning, there's going to be love. There's going to be compassion. There's going to be mercy. There's going to be peace. There's going to be joy. You know, people that got things going on in their life, they're thinking, you know what? I got this going on. I got this. I mean, how many things could you think of besides God? And how many of them would help you? Right? I mean, we're all the same. If something starts happening, we tend to gravitate towards that thing. And we, we think on it. We meditate on it. And what we meditate on, that's what, that's what we're, that's, we're not counting on God's faithfulness. We're counting on what we're meditating on. God said, meditate on my faithfulness. Said, think about it. Think about my faithfulness. It's new every day. Think about how great my faithfulness is. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Now he's got his soul talking right. Right? His soul was downcast. Now he's got it back to the right place. That's what you're doing. You just got to get yourself back in line. And sometimes it just, just sing. Just sing. Just as loud as you can in your shower, in your bedroom, in your car, just sing. Great is your faithfulness. Right? Sing something. Exalt Him. Magnify Him. Praise Him. Put something else in your mouth for your, for your soul to hear. Besides what it's seeing uh, on the bill table, besides the letter from the doctor, besides the family problems, besides everything else that's going on, you could think about that and meditate on that all day long. Or you can rely on the faithfulness of God. Amen? Because He's faithful. And that faithfulness will pull us through. That faithfulness will take us to a different place and, and it, will, it, will, it will keep us from worry from doubt, from downcast, from hopelessness, it will keep you in a place of reception where, where everything that God's you're saying, oh man, he's so good. There's God's faithfulness. Oh my gosh, he was so faithful. Ever had a day like that where you actually were more in tune and you actually watched and saw the goodness of God step by step? You like, he was faithful there. He showed me his goodness there. This person was kind to me here. I know that was the glory, the favor of God. This was happening over here. And you just go through this. He's doing that every day. It's what you decide to recognize. Amen? You know, some people say, well, they were supposed to call me today, but they didn't. You know, the, the mercy of God's new every day. Maybe they didn't need to call you today. Maybe tomorrow was the better day. And maybe if we just say, well, God's faithful. God's faithful. God, should I call them? No? Okay, we'll just wait. Well, he says it's good to wait and seek Him. That's the, that's the next verse, I think. Isn't it? I don't think I have it written, but what's the next verse after the one I just read? Seek 
Verse 25, yeah. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeks Him. Do you think God just gets good once you start that? Or maybe He was good before you started, and you just couldn't get to His goodness because you couldn't see it. Right? See, we read like humans and we say, well, yeah, sure, He's good. If, if I'll wait for Him, He'll be good. No, He was already good. He was waiting on you to wait for Him. Right? He, he was already good. He was waiting on your soul to seek Him. Amen? Because that's how you got to the goodness. And when we begin to proclaim His faithfulness, when we begin to sing about His faithfulness, when we begin to sing about how good He is, when we, we begin to be, become confident in, in who we've been made to be, Amen. Then, then when you wake up and you say, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And, and you don't say it like, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You get a smile on your face. Like, my name. My name. I'm a child of God. The Almighty is my Father. There is absolutely nothing possible that could happen today that could that could mess with me. There is nothing bigger than my Father. There is nothing greater than my God. There is no one more faithful, no one more true. There is nothing that can happen to me. And so then when news comes, oh, look at this. No. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Those bills will get paid. I'm a child of God. My body's healed. What do you believe in? The faithfulness of God. You know how faithful 1 Peter 2.24 is? It's as faithful as the God that spoke it. By whose stripes ye were healed. That's a faithful saying. And that faithfulness is for us. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We can be assured of these things. Sure of these things. That, that, that's, what, that's what we wake up. I think that's why that song was written. This is my story. This is my song. Right? What? Blessed assurance. That's my story. That's my song. Whatever God says about me, that's what I'm having. Amen? That, that's, that's what I'm... We know that song? Get ready to sing that song. Let's sing that song. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Glory to God. That's the faithfulness. Jesus is the faithfulness of the Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stand up and sing that for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a So 
our story. And you can say, well, that's just an old song. No, this is our story. The faithfulness, the love, the good. We're filled with His goodness. You know what children of God are? They're filled with the goodness of God. Not just goodness that happened to you, goodness that happens to others through you. It's the healing power. It's the delivering power. It's the providing power. This is our story. This is your story. Glory to God. This is your story. This is your song. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. This is our story. You are our story. You are, you are who we talk about. You are who we look to. We talk about you when we wake up, when we, when we walk down the way, when we, when we sit at dinner, when we go to work. We talk about your faithfulness, your goodness. This is our story. This is our story. All the day long. Glory to God. Be seated. We may stand up and sing again. Thank you, Lord. That's good impromptu singing right there. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Whoo! Psalm 77, verse 12. Purpose of heart. Verse 12 says, I will. I will. I will meditate also of all thy works. And what will, what will you do when you meditate? What you think about, you'll talk about. That's why you don't want to think about your hopelessness. I don't want to think, you don't want to, you know what? If you think about a bill long enough, it'll even invade your, your, your Christianese. Right? Because when you talk, you're talking with purpose about your bill. Right? I just know God's going to meet my needs. I just know, I know He's, He's my provider. I just know it's going to happen. I just know. I just know. I just know. I know it, it, well, let me tell you, He's going to provide for me. And you know what? The confessions are good, but you're letting that bill get in the way. What if He wanted you to talk about He's good? Right? What if, what if he wanted you to talk about? He wanted, he did want you to talk about something else because if you believed him about that, you weren't worrying about it anyway. Right? Amen? If you call your faith buddy and they start whining with you, hang up, call a new faith buddy. Right? Hang up right then and there. Right? If somebody says stop that, that's the one you talk to. Well, I don't like the way they talk to me. 
Get over it. Talk to them. Because they love you. They love you. Amen? Glory to God. You need somebody that's going to say, stop, stop right there. Quit saying that. How faithful has God been? Remember when this was happening? Did he help you out of that? Yeah. Were you worried last week? No. Act like last week. Right? Act like before the bill came in the mail. Act like before the family got, got all mad at each other. Act like before, what? Act like last week. Yeah. What were you thinking about last week? We were just thinking about how good God was. Think about that. Amen. Meditation is your choice. What you think about, what you allow in, that's your choice. My choice. If I choose, you know, people say, well, I just couldn't help myself. Then something else was controlling you besides you. What you're saying is that person made me so angry that they, they got in control of me. That they now control. And so now you're going to have to go to them to ask them everything because they control you. <laughs> no, you controlled you and you let them make you so angry. And, and in, in, in that situation, you could have immediately Step that aside. Thought about the goodness of God. Thought about His faithfulness. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. It said, this one said, I will. I will remember the works of the Lord. Glory to God. I don't know what version I got here. It's not King James though. Yeah, verse 12. That is verse 12. This. Okay. It says, I will meditate also of all thy works and talk about his doing. What are you going to talk about? His doings. If you're talking about the electric company's doings, the landlord's doings, right? Like you ever seen when somebody comes in and they, and they want something, they start off and they got to make their story sound really sad, right? Well, the landlord... You know, I've been good and done everything right, always. The landlord just doesn't like me. And he decided that this month he was going to be extra mean. And and they start telling this whole story. Well, now, if you love this person, you're now mad at the landlord with them. You neither one can help each other. Right? Right? The story was unnecessary. Right? Because God was still faithful before you had an extra rent due. Amen? And even if it surprised you, it didn't surprise him because he's faithful. He didn't get surprised. Amen? And when, when we take off a different direction and meditate on something else, then, then we get our thinking messed up. And when we do, you get tired. You get tired. That, that's, what, that's what he's trying to do. When you start meditating on things that aren't the faithfulness of God, you begin to get tired, and, and then your soul gets faint, and you start talking worse and worse and worse. And, and you can't keep doing that, right? you got to stop at some point. And you got to talk to yourself. you got to get on to yourself. Right? you gotta, you got to treat yourself bad sometimes. Right, Dave? You need to straighten up, boy. You just called God unfaithful. You just said this was going to happen instead of this. You called God unfaithful. Mad people call God unfaithful. Right? You ever notice that? Look at the, where is it? Psalm 77 where the children of Israel, where he's talking about the children of Israel. Maybe. Psalm 77. 
Yeah, Psalm 78, sorry. Psalm 78. In verse 9, it says, They spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the desert? You know who they're talking about? The God that just opened up the Red Sea. Huh? That's how stupid meditation in the wrong stuff sounds. Right? It's like, it's like God healed you and now He can't pay your rent. Right? God got you through everything else. You're, you're 80 years old. He sustained you and kept you and blessed you. And all of a sudden, one thing comes up, and that's it. we got to meditate on the faithfulness of God with purpose. With purpose. When you think about His faithfulness, you need to have things come to you that, that His faithfulness provided that his because he's faithful you've got this because his faithful you didn't worry about this you knew this would happen and it did every time every single time that we put god he, he took care of us when we trusted him amen every single time that's our story and we're sticking with it it's true whether people like it or not it says can god Spread a table in the desert. When he struck the rock, water gushed out and streams flowed abundantly. But can he also give us food? People say, I don't know how they could act that way. We do it every day. Every day. Ours just isn't written in the Bible. Right? Anytime you start meditating on the problem and you know your father... You know your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know who you are in Christ. But yet the problem, the problem, the issue, the problem, then you're doing just what they're doing. Well, I know God, He saved me and He redeemed me and He healed me. I mean, just last year I had this going on and He healed my body. And and, and wasn't that long after that that I needed some extra money? He had it come in. I just don't know if He can bring one. I just don't know if He can feed me. Right? That's what we're saying. When, when we get off of God's faithful, then we get to a place where we're doing the very same thing they were doing, and, and then we're reading about them and saying, how could they possibly do that? But what really is happening that whole time, He did, he did all this stuff for it, but you can't see it, and you're limiting Him. Because that's what all this did to them. It limited what He could do for them, and think about this. He was still awesome to them. They had clothes that never wore out. Right? They never lacked for food. And they were whiners. Just like you being a whiner, He's still merciful to you. But think about if they hadn't been whiners. What, it had been an 11-day trip or something like that? Right? Like they said, okay, here's your choices. 40 years with wine, 11 days without wine. Now, let me rephrase that so people don't take that wrong. Scratch that. 40 years with whining. <laughs> I don't want to get those emails. 11 days without whining. Even if it were more than 11 days, it wasn't 40 years. Right? But because they wouldn't, believe in the faithfulness of the God who'd already been faithful. 
and already done everything He said He would do. Just like for me and you. He saved you. He redeemed you. Right? He purchased you back. He washed you clean. Right? He made you holy. Right? He, he, he brought you back to Him. He seated you in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Right? And, and He gave you everything that you'd ever want to enjoy. Right? Or you could whine and say, well, I know, I know He helped me get a house, but how are we going to fill the cabinets? Right? What good's a house? I don't got any dishes. I got no food. Right? That's what that sounds like. How about this? God's a healing God. God is a healing God. Give me my... Where's my mic? Crystal, come here. This is impromptu for her. She'll like it. <laughs> How healing is God? The healing. You want me to go? go back to the day we were sitting in the hospital room. I, I was there when he said it. Um, well, I had had a surgery um, January 2016 and thought they had gotten everything out and they had taken a bunch of lymph nodes out and one of them was abnormal. And they wanted me to do chemo and radiation then, and my flesh didn't want to do it. I wasn't even willing to hear from the Lord on it. And so a year went by, and um, I'd say probably January of 2017, I had started having a lot of pain in my body, and that went on for about five months. And finally, my mom had come over to my house, and she said, if you don't, get in my car and let me take you to the hospital. I'm calling an ambulance. And um, I went, and it's kind of a blur, some of it. There's parts I remember, but um, I remember the doctor's face, I think, the most when he came in after doing a CT scan and kind of gave me a look of hopelessness, really, and I think you had shown up before Ben even got there, if I remember right. Maybe so, yeah. Um, or maybe you guys came right, together. Right at the same time, maybe. Um, and so from there, that whole week is actually kind of a blur. They immediately put me on a bunch of medication. Um, they. I can remember it very specifically. We can try these things, but we we would not think we do not think they will help. Yeah. And I think he said it just like that. We yeah. do not think this will yeah. help. Yeah. In, in other words, not only was it hopelessness, they were speaking, they were trying to help her into a little bit of hopelessness where she could deal with hopelessness. Yeah. Amen. Not that the doctor was doing anything wrong. He's doing his job. He's a good doctor. Right. He, he was a great man. Yeah. And so, but that he said something to that effect. We don't know that we can help you. Yeah. And and I mean, he was literally saying, you could not make it through this. Yeah. And that's, I think, what I remember his face, without even the words. He looked at me like, you're going to die. And um, from there, took an ambulance up to Springfield, had an emergency surgery, had tubes put in my back, had bags on my legs, um, just immediately started chemo, even there. And that's another testimony of the faithfulness of God. And, you know, I don't share it lightly and with a lot of people, but... Um, I wasn't going to do chemo that time either. 
And I remember sitting in the doctor's office and I said, I'm not doing it. And I went home and Ben sat with me on the bed and he said, will you please do it? And I was like, I don't want to do this. And Mrs. Moore called me and she said, Crystal, she said, you need to do this. And I had an opportunity right there to submit. And the Lord knew I gave her enough place in my life as a mama and as a pastor and as my spiritual mom. I listened to that. And, you know, I look back now and I've had people at my workplace, I've had friends and chemo is not, it's medicine. You know, it's not this nightmare thing that people make it out. So for me, that was the right thing to do. And immediately when I started doing the medicine, um, it started shrinking um, and never came back. It's been six years and never came back. That same doctor who gave me that look, I'll start crying, but I was able to go in there and share with them. And I remember his smile. I went in, it was probably... Two years ago, before he had left, he transferred. I think the Lord kept him there just for me. But I remember him just looking at me. Instead of that, you're going to die look, like, how are you still alive? And just gave me this big smile. And, you know, was just able to go in there, him and the nurse practitioner, just each time. They were like, we don't know how you're still here. And we were able to share it with the Lord. So, yeah. He's faithful. Thanks for that impromptu. Thank you, Lord. But thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And and the reason I want to, you know, God kept putting me, kept putting me in front of her. But what they saw at the end of all that was the faithfulness of God. Even the doctors couldn't say the medicine did this. They couldn't. Because they didn't believe the medicine would to start with. It was basically, well, we can try. We can try. But got a word, got a word from Mrs. Moore. People say, well, that wasn't God. Yeah, it was right from God. It was right. You, you think Mrs. Moore calls somebody lightly? Right? No. It was right from God. And the minute you obey that word, the minute, and, and, and I'll guarantee you, I wasn't in in her heart that day, but hope started. What? Hope started that day. That hope started. I'm still here, right? I got a word. And the minute she submitted, hope started. Her soul began to prosper again. And as her soul prospered, what's it say? I wish above all things that you'd prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospered. And as her soul prospered, she be in health. Glory to God. That's the faithfulness of God. And see, those are the things. It doesn't take something that big to acknowledge His faithfulness. It doesn't take something that great because everything God does is great. Everything He's done in your life. If every person in this room could tell one story, they'd tell the story of the faithfulness of God. It'd be the one time they remember right off the top of their head that He was faithful to them. And that, and that he took care of them, and that, and 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 it, it acknowledges not only the experience but the truth of his faithfulness. And, and when we begin to talk about it, talk about it all the time. Talk about how faithful he is. When you get together, talk about how faithful God is. Talk about how good he's been. Amen. He's faithful. 
faithful. He's a good God. He wants to do good things. This is just one testimony out of thousands of them. In this church in Sarasota, watching online, it's a testimony of the faithfulness of God. And every person in here that's saved, you have the number one testimony of His faithfulness. He saved you. He pulled you out of darkness and put you in His glorious light. Glory to God. Glory to God. He is faithful and true. You got that one in your back pocket, Matt? Faithful and true. Everybody stand up. You guys know Brother Moore's song, Faithful and True. Faithful and True. You guys got it? Lord, are you? Trust in you, you are faithful and true. Everybody saying faithful and true. about the faithfulness of God in your life. Think about how good He's been. Think about how great He's been. How, how many times He's pulled you out. He's kept you back. He's, he's helped you. He's healed you. He's, he's given you joy when you should have been crying. Why? Because He's a good God. He's a good God. He's faithful. He's true. And He loves you. Glory to God. He is faithful and true. For you are faithful and true. reason I had Crystal come by and there's people dealing with stuff just like that and you're not wanting to do something so you're not doing it but that's not faith just not wanting to deal with something or not wanting to go through something or not wanting to do something that's not faith you need you need to seek God you need to find a word and you need to rest in it you know you don't wrestle with stuff that you're settled in right if you're wrestling with it, you're not in faith. Right? I've been there. I, and I'm not talking to just, I'm talking to me. If you're wrestling with it, you're not in faith. You say, well, I don't want to talk to him yet. 
Is that what God said? I don't want to go there this Christmas. Is that what God said? I don't want to see that doctor. I don't want to deal with that bill. It's not faith. Right? There's so many things we don't want to do, but there's one thing to do, and that's to listen to the faithful God that, that, that puts people in your life, not just, not just the Moors. There's faith buddies. There's people in your life that would say, that they'd say, yeah, you ought to do that. You know, you ought to, you ought to pray about that. You ought to think about that because you wouldn't be wrestling with it if it wasn't more to it. Amen? So I don't know what you're wrestling with. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what your week was like. But God's faithful. God's faithful. His faithfulness didn't stop with your bad week. A moment in time does not stop the goodness of God. Amen? So I want you to sing it again. Call Him faithful in your life, in the situation, in the circumstance, whatever the experience is. He's faithful. And He'll pull you through. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sing it again, man. You are faithful and true. Lord, are you? Lord, are you? You are the one. You are the one. That, that I've always loved you. You never do Trust in you, you are faithful and true. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Has God been faithful to anybody out there? Let me say it again so you can raise your hand. Has God been faithful to everyone out there? Glory to God. You want to raise your hand? Because if you don't think He's faithful, you're, you're talking like the, the Israelite children. Right? Because you're here tonight. Well, sure, he can get me to church, but he can't get me dinner afterwards. Right? Sure, he can get me to church, but it wasn't any fun. He talked about faithfulness all night. I know faithfulness. I don't have to hear about faithfulness. God be faithful when he wants to be faithful. I don't want to hear about faithful. You know what you need to hear about? Faithful. 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 He's faithful. He's faithful. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. Thank you, Lord. And you want to go in to 2024. You know what? This is the last Friday we'll meet before through 2024. All these next weeks. We're going to celebrate the birth of the Savior. We're going to celebrate with people. We need to be a light of His faithfulness. We need everywhere we go, they go, what is wrong with you? He's just been so good to me. I can't help it. If I start crying, I'm sorry. He is so good to me. And they'll say, what's that permagrant? God is faithful. God is faithful. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Altar care workers, come down. How many people are going to declare His faithfulness? Huh? He's a good God. 
He's a good God. He's doing good things. If you'll trust Him, you'll have a good holiday season. Your Christmas will be over the top. I don't have that much. It ain't about what you have. It's about who you have. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. I was complaining to Kim. I said, I don't even know what to get you. I hardly got you anything. That's a waste of my time. Right? What if I got her nothing? I mean, she already got me. <laughs> She's thankful. She's a weird girl. I like it. Thank you, Lord. If you're in here tonight, maybe you just need somebody to hook faith with you. Maybe maybe you did come in here a little down downcast, oh my soul. Should be up by now. We've sang, we've we've laughed, we've talked the word. Amen. But if not, they'll pray with you. They'll laugh with you. They'll shout with you. Right? God's a good God. He didn't change just when you got down. Oh, they're down? I don't know if I can be good to them or not. He was already good. It's too late for Him. He's good and He's getting gooder. He is truly the gooderest. Amen? Glory to God. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock Sarasota. But here we're having the children's program. Glory to God. How many like our decorations on the platform? Both both churches look amazing, don't they? This is family time. We can talk about this, right? Right? They look amazing. I told Susan she's going to need a big nap because between her and everybody that's done this, her and Kevin and everybody that's done this decorations, they got to be worn slick. I just walk out and say, Looks good. Amen? Sarasota looks good. God's awesome. Sunday's going to be awesome. We'll get we'll get the the story of the birth of the Savior told to us like no other no other way. Amen. Get a message from Brother Moore. Glory to God. Family time. Everybody come. If you're watching online and you you are part of this church, come. Bring family with you. Let, let's fill this place up and let's celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. We're going to sing Christmas songs, right? About Jesus. Not not about Jingle Bells, about Christmas. Truly Christmas. Glory to God. They're going to sing about faithful and true. And as they do, we'll be dismissed. I love y'all.